I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. On this episode, we celebrate Women's History Month with former Holy Cross runner and class of 2002 grad, Cassandra Clark. She was a Patriot League academic honor roll selection in 1999 and 2002. After graduating with a focus in economics and psychology, she now works in asset management at J.P. Morgan Chase in Manhattan. Cassandra, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to Seder Stories. Thank you, Kevin. Great to be here. Great to have you here. What was it about Holy Cross that made this college the perfect place for you as a student athlete? I think two things. When I toured Holy Cross, I remember feeling the instant sense of community that you get at a smaller campus. And that initial impression held to be true, really enjoyed and benefited from the community that I experienced while on the campus and as an alumni. And, you know, then as a student athlete, it was the opportunity to continue advancing my running career, but be at a place that I could actually participate, uh, which is really important to me. When you talk about that small campus community and specifically that that first tour of campus, was that just building connections right away, talking with people, getting an understanding of how Holy Cross works as, as a community itself? You know, I, I remember the tour guide and just their sense of warmth. And I, this is a small story I always tell but that people at Holy Cross would always hold the door for you if you were coming in behind them and they'd almost wait like an awkward second longer than would be necessary, but they, but they would you know, make the point that they were gonna keep that door open for you. And then also I did a recruiting trip and I stayed with one of the older, I think she was a freshman at the time, named Tracy and I, you know, I got to go to a team practice and see what her life was like in that day. And the team was just really welcoming to me. Um, and I could tell it was a, a place that I'd feel comfortable with at home. Over the last year here on Seder Stories, we've sat down with both coach Jim Cavanaugh after his retirement and coach Jed Alfonso when she took the torch from coach K as the new director of track and field and cross country you got to work with them both how impactful were they on your running career they're both great coach K was such a motivating guy and he really kind of instilled confidence that you could reach that next level and do for me personally you know kind of push past barriers that I didn't see myself getting past and Coach Alfonso really taught me, and I think it's a, you know, a skill that I've applied in my work life about just not just setting, okay, well, what's my goal? Like, how am I going to get there? These are our practices for the day, right? And this is what our practice looks for the week. This is what our practice looks like for the month and breaking it down and being very methodical about what the training was. And, you know, inch by inch, we, we would get to that next goal and that next level and in track that's usually like your next time or you know when you go out and you race but I, I think that she was really great about putting together those workouts that were very you know impactful and, and changed um, the outcomes and you could see that you were thriving with with some of that motivation you set a personal best in the 800 during your sophomore year what were some of the personal accomplishments for you as a crusader that give you the most pride looking back i think the first one is really just actually having you know competed and 
yeah, competed at, at a division one level. I, I didn't see myself doing that for a long time in high school and, and just being able to do that when I first got to Holy Cross and really like the intensity of, of the running being able to step up and do it. Uh, but I think that, that that personal best at on that 800, it was in indoor meet. I remember it's down in Pennsylvania somewhere being just so proud and having the coach be so proud of me. But then I competed a lot in the four by 400 the four by 800 and you know we I don't remember all the stats but uh we placed at the Patriot League you know twice and in, in both of those events and being part I loved being part of those relay teams and feeling like I wasn't just accomplishing something by myself accomplishing something with my um, other athletes was a great feeling there's such a clear tight-knit connection between former runners at Holy Cross. I remember when Coach K was honored during a football weekend last season. He had such a huge turnout of past athletes. I mean, it was like a full-fledged reunion. What is it about this program, especially back then under Coach K, that bred such a connection that lasts over time? You spend a lot of time together. <laughs> I think any, any athlete does, right, besides what, what you're doing like in the classroom, like you're, we, we practice in the morning, we practice that night, we lifted together, oftentimes after practice, then you go to the dine-in, right, and uh, you eat together, so I think that bonding is just very natural, you know, some of my best friends are out of the track program, I, I even one of the guys, uh, just, just a friend, ended up rooming with him for several years, uh, with some of my other Holy Cross friends as well, and so, I don't know. They're just unbreakable bonds after that amount of time. And you're, you're working, you know, I think working towards a common goal and also just putting everything you have out there, you know, with other people creates that bond. Let's take a quick commercial break. When we return, we'll look back at the impact of pioneering women at Holy Cross with Cassandra Clark right here on Seder Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather to share their stories. We are a destination and we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass Memorial Health and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. 
Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. On Thursday, March 9th, Holy Cross women's basketball shoots for a spot in the Patriot League championship game. The quest for a return to the NCAA tournament continues as head coach Maureen McGarity and her Crusaders host Lehigh in the Patriot League semifinals. Let's pack the house at the Hart Center and create March Madness in Worcester. Tip-off is 7 p.m. on March 9th. You can get your tickets now at GoHolyCross.com slash tickets. Welcome back to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by former Holy Cross runner Cassandra Clark. Today, we are celebrating Women's History Month. In September of 1972, the first women enrolled at the College of the Holy Cross, leading the way for generations to follow. From now through May 2024, that'll be the 50th anniversary of the first women graduates at Holy Cross, the college will recognize and celebrate the impact of Crusader women. Cassandra, I wanted to ask you, how did you feel those pioneering women helped pave the way for you when you first arrived at Holy Cross in the late 90s? It's funny, when I learned the year that women were admitted to Holy Cross, I think I'd already been there for a little while. And I remember thinking, wow, in such a short time period, when you think about it, what change had taken place and how I didn't feel at all like Holy Cross had, you know, was all men that all that recently. And um, I'm very grateful for the women that came in um, and, and, you know, allowed that change to happen in such a short period of time. I feel the same way about, you know, working on Wall Street, that there are so many women ahead of me who have paved the way that when I came in, it, it doesn't feel like just a short time period ago, there weren't so many women doing the same thing that I do day in and day out. Representation is so key, whether it's being a young athlete, seeing women competing at the highest level, or in your career path, seeing women achieve at the highest level of finance. Growing up as a runner, who were some female athletes that you looked up to that you, that you could treat as a role model? It's not a female athlete, but the, the reason I got into running was because my dad was a runner, actually. And he when I, in the early days, you know, he would take me running with him and uh, it was a a way for us to spend time together, which was awesome. But I remember that my mother didn't actually didn't have the same opportunity. Like there, there was no running group for her. And so for me, it was super exciting uh, to be able to do that. And then there, you know, there were some, you know, I used to love watching the Olympics uh, at the time and, and watching who, whomever, you know, was the, I still do. I love running. Oh, I love watching the Olympics and, and the track, the female track runners to see their accomplishments and, you know, barriers they're breaking to this day. So you found a love in running through your dad, but, but you mentioned earlier that there were some times where you even wondered if competing at the D1 level was for you. When did you know that, that running was going to be such a big part of your college career? During my, my junior year in high school, my four by eight relay team was state champs as part of that team, which was, you know, a probably a career high for me during high school. Um, And it coincided with the time that I would have been looking at schools and kind of deciding what path I wanted to go on. And I think my running probably took like, you know, a 
was brought to a next step during that year. So I decided at that point that I wanted, I loved running. I wanted to continue doing it. So I wanted to pick a school that felt like the appropriate level for my pace, I guess. <laughs> Following your state title as a four by 800 champ, you ran nationals during your senior year. How cool was that experience? It was awesome. It was the same team. It was nine months later. So we had to keep, you know, the four of us really intact and in shape and mentally focused, I would say. And, you know, that experience from going from the, the spring season state champs to the nationals was really a great one. Uh, we didn't win the nationals, but we did great. And we got to compete at the highest level uh, with a lot of other people. And it was actually in Boston at the Reggie Lewis Center. So it was on home turf. So, you know, the, the town could come out and support uh, our track team at that event, which was also pretty And that passion continues on. You're still an active runner. I loved hearing this. You just ran a 5K with your eight-year-old daughter. When you think back to your father introducing you to running, how special is it now to continue that family tradition? Yeah, it's it's really nice. I did not run until I was probably 13 or 14. So getting my daughter involved at this age is great. And my dad loves, you know, he doesn't run anymore, but he loves to see it. And um, I have two little ones as well. And I, I hope I can, I hope it can be. My husband ran with us. So I hope at one point the five of us are out there um, going for a run. I just, I, I'm not as fast as I, as I was when, uh, back in the day, but um, <laughs> I still love running. Don't worry, none of us are as fast as we were. Back <laughs> Time to get some little Adidas running shoes for for your for your younger kids. Let's take one last break. When we return, we'll talk about the lasting impact of Holy Cross with Cassandra Clark right here on Seder Stories. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding too. 
But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. 2023 Holy Cross football season ticket deposits are now on sale. Secure your seat all season long at Fit and Field with the four-time defending Patriot League champs. Learn more about season ticket deposits at GoHolyCross.com or by calling 1-844-GO-CROSS. Welcome back to Seder Stories presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm Kevin Gale joined by Cassandra Clark, Crusader Class of 2002. Now, following your track career at Holy Cross, you graduated with a degree in economics and psychology. How would you say your education at Holy Cross helped focus your career goals? I worked a lot with the Career Center, first of all, uh, trying to figure out how I was going to, you know, take the theoretical of psychology and economics and turn that into some sort of a career. I forget the gentleman's name that ran the office at the time, but he spent hours with me. He was amazing. But, um, you know, I, I always got the advice when you're in a liberal arts major that you should you should just do well at that major. Right. And that will lead you on your path. And that was very much true for me. I was applying to jobs in September and October of 2001 in New York City, which was, as you know, right after 9-11. And I took the first job I got, which was at J.P. Morgan. Uh, I thought that there were, there were a lot of jobs to go around at that time. Um, but I, I had focused a lot on like what um, I really liked the number side of the economics. Um, and I wanted to um, explore that further. And that's how I landed at the bank. Well, it's clear that that first job paid off. You've now spent two decades at J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> How would you say your career focus has grown and developed during that time? I started off in general commercial banking, and we lent to jewelry and apparel companies, uh, which was very fun and interesting. But I realized early on that I didn't want that direct career path. And so I looked around the bank to see what else there was to do. And real estate really piqued my interest. And I had an excellent mentor when I started at the bank and he really helped me to navigate and figure out what the next path would be for me. I didn't start out as a JP Morgan lifer. Uh, that wasn't my intent. I, I thought I was moving to New York for two years and I was going to save some money and go traveling. But I fell in love with New York City and I, I fell in love with the work. So every time I've been ready for a transition at JP Morgan, it, you know, an opportunity has opened up. So I spent a few years on the real estate lending side. Then about 15 years ago, I moved into um, the asset management side where we're focused on uh, owning commercial real estate. And I've had a few roles here, but being at a large company, and doing a good job is kind of the same idea as like, you know, getting good grades and whatever you pick as your liberal arts major, like doing a good job in the role you're in has opened up opportunities for me uh, when I'm ready to make a change. So you deferred on some of that travel because you found a great career path. But the good news was you did take a semester abroad at Trinity College in Dublin, Ireland, where you studied and ran competitively. I've got to ask, how do those university club sports in Ireland compare to D1 sports here in the States? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. This is actually what I did my uh, study abroad project on was comparing the two. Program in Ireland was definitely more student-led versus like a D1 program would be uh, in the States. And therefore the people who showed up every day really, really cared and they, they organized the whole thing and 
but you still, I guess what I was really surprised at was that you, the talent of um, the runners that were showing up and what they were able to accomplish. And you know, we had a whole meet schedule. We competed uh, in Ireland and other places. We I got to travel all around the country competing with that, that track club. Um, and also the bonding we talked about. Uh, there were there were two pubs on campus, and there was a you know <laughs> a student pub and then a regular pub. And we would go. Everybody would all the athletes would go to the the you know, athlete pub after practice. We we wouldn't even drink water. We'd start kind of with a beer. But um, I still keep in touch with you know some of the runners that I I met over there. I love hearing the lasting relationships that you've made with runners, not just from Holy Cross, but also overseas. I've got to ask, this is how we always love to, to wrap things up here on Seder Stories. We have so many Crusader student athletes listening who are currently undergoing their own experience at Holy Cross. What would you say is the key to the most impactful college career at the college? I actually spent a lot of time speaking to current runners, but I would say tap into the alumni network. It's fantastic. And whether, whether it's a runner or another athlete, like Holy Cross alumni are really willing to help you, get you, put you in touch with someone else if they're, if they're not the right person. And so I would definitely say tap into the network and do well and do well in school. Those are <laughs> two pieces of advice. And I, and I also think just by, by pure nature of being an athlete as when you're in the, you know, the business world, for example, like people understand what it takes to compete at a D1 level and to, you know, go through schooling and that kind of personality does really well, um, at, at least in the work that I do. And so it's recognized kind of in the interviewing and hiring process too. I, I look around me and a lot of the, a lot of my colleagues are former athletes. And I also think it's, it's just that you just have that competitive nature, right. you know, that drives you. And um, I think that's very helpful in the longevity of a, of a career. The other thing I always say about running specifically and in, in, in me is like, you always want to run with a faster pack, right? So you always kind of push yourself to that next level. I think that's, that's true in running. It's true in sports. It's also true in your career. Well said, Cassandra, it's been great connecting with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Wishing you and your family all the best. Thanks again. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. And my thanks to everyone for tuning in to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!